Well, good evening, wrestling fans. Welcome to the Hagger Hershey's Elder High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, Rexboro, along with Dane Filling and in the weigh-in section. Also joined by Coach A.J. Calvert and Dane. Uh, our first match of the season underway, uh, we had the Belmont Braves versus Wawasee, and uh, it was an interesting match, to say the least. Yeah, well, it was just a, it was a weird match all the way around just because it was a new opponent on a new date without the tradition in the, and behind that. And, you know, Belmont had not wrestled Wawasee in 25 years since that infamous semi-state match so long ago. And it just there were a lot of things going into it. But, uh, you know, credit to Henry for stepping in in the very last match and, and, and picking up the win. I know, you know, I wasn't really thinking about the tiebreaker because I thought the odds of Henry majoring that kid no. were, were pretty low. We, it was either going to be a decision either way or it was going to be a fall for Henry. Henry's only been pinned probably two or three times, maybe not even that, in his high school career. So the, the chances of him losing by fall were pretty low, but I think it was going to come down to a decision or he was going to get the fall. And, and Coach Calvert, you saw him hit a switch, and then from there... You never thought that it was going to come down to that when you've got Myers and Christner and Henry, the last three, the Hammers, you wouldn't have thought it, but talking to Frank Bumgardner before the match, he told me, Coach, we, we've got a pretty good dual meet team. And he was right. They did, 7-7. Seven and seven. Each team won seven. And uh, our stud gets beat in overtime. And it comes down to Henry, and Henry gets it done. Man of the hour. He really uh, he handled the pressure well, put the half in, put the legs in, and cranked him over. And The best double leg of the night was Timo's. And then, like you said, he lost his mind. Something he just, happened. You know, he, he was <laughs> – he was this close, I think, to getting called for a slam because, I mean, he I really – I, I didn't agree. see it, but I heard it. He really went after him and, and brought him down hard. And then I think it was – at one point it was either 7-1 to one or 9-1. to one Yeah. So tell me, when you're ahead – I'm not going to second guess, but the fact of the matter is you're ahead 7-1 to one or 9-1 to one and he took a kid down easily. You don't want to do anything to put yourself in jeopardy and get reversed to your back. Give an escape, get back to your feet. I can take him down again or just ride him out. Stall like a dog. I mean, come on, guys. No, no let's ride the legs poorly and get pulled over the top and pinned. No, I don't think In a so, sights pin. In a sights pin. That, that, that's what happened. Well, before, yeah, it was a sights. Uh, and I, I had the privilege and pleasure to share some of the details of the match with Coach Gunsett from Indianapolis. And uh, uh, I, you know... There was a lot going on in the night, but it was awfully fun to be able to text Paul and to hear his concerns about the boys and his reaction to some of them. I, I shared with, um, with Kathy Palacios after Xavier won his match. Uh, Paul, you know, he's sitting in his hospital bed right now, and you know, he's, got, he's got everything that's going on with him, and he's concerned about Kathy. Oh, I bet she's just... I bet she's just beside herself, he says. <laughs> so well, I think that's a says, great comeback win from him. Uh, yes. Yeah, so Our was, underclassmen really got the job done. Yeah. Sophomore heavyweight, you mm -hmm. know, they bump up their 220. Also gave up the first takedown. Which, which was smart on their part. They weren't going to win at 220, figuring they can get a split, get a six at heavyweight. Yeah, that's loses, a 12 point loses, right there. Loses the takedown and comes back and wins it. I mean, unbelievable. Our underclassmen did great. Yeah, and we saw great things from Palacios and from uh, from Sam Wolpert. Well, and I was, was Wolpert impressed. dug down deep with Chandler Thomas and Sam Wolpert. Really, both impressed me last night or the other night. They were they were terrific. Well, before we get any further in the night, Coach, why don't you tell us a little bit about Cross Creek and what they've got going on? Well, Cross Creek, 
this is the week. It's uh, Black Friday. Make sure you show up Friday. And if you can't be there Friday, Monday and Wednesday from 10 o'clock till 2 o'clock, the, the pro shop will be open. There will be specials going on. And Friday, it's Black Friday. I think it's from 10 to 4. So Cross Creek has got memberships to sell. They've got gift certificates. They've got uh, a lot of special things. Uh, they've got merchandise. If, if the love of your life is a golfer, think Christmas, think Cross Creek, and make sure you show up either Monday, Wednesday, or Friday this week at Cross Creek. And, of course, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the wonderful meal that uh, you and I shared um, tonight from the Double Eagle. I had the pulled pork tacos. I had them the other night, and that's why I recommended them tonight. They were very good. Uh, tonight I had something on a menu, cheeseburger soup that was phenomenal. So, Yeah, very, very good. So come out and join us the next few weeks. Uh, we'll go over the schedule for December here in a little bit. And, of course, we've got a lot going on. Rex, I wrote a small book this morning after I got home from church to describe everything that we've got going on this week. There are a lot of moving parts, but uh, very exciting to be a part of WZBD in the coming week as we have a lot of sporting events from basketball to football to, to wrestling to college football, all of it coming up here in the next few days. Dane, I'm going to put your math skills to work, but uh, do you have an update on the results from our basically our impromptu telethon from last week? Yeah, we were just over $600, and I just heard from uh, a coach from DeKalb who is going to contribute something in his own right. And then I also heard from another Belmont alum, Adam Johnson, today, who uh, wanted to contribute. And so we just want to throw that out there again. Um, we are kind of going the alternate route from the sort of GoFundMe where you lose a percentage type thing. If you want to help uh, out the Gunsett family in their time of need, we're asking for donations to be sent directly to Belmont High School. You can write out a check to the Gunsett family. You can put it in care of Coach Tim Myers, uh, Sean Farrow, Dane Filling, doesn't matter. Send that in, and uh, we will get that directly to Coach Gunsett in his time of need. Right now he's in Indianapolis. I think actually, uh, if I cross my fingers right, I think he's actually listening right now. I know he was. Hey, Coach. Uh, he, was, he was wanting to know what the results were on Friday, and so I tried to share that with him. And uh, I, I, I called him when Crazy Train started on Friday, and I just I, I let it play for him. And he was able to hear that. So I was, I was really happy that he was able to be a part of it. And he certainly had his opinions on, on what happened on Friday and what the goods and the bads were. And at one point, uh, when Chandler Thomas was just taking it to that kid, I, my text wasn't clear enough. And, and it made it sound like Chandler was the one who hurt his shoulder. And, and Paul was immediately concerned, like, oh, I hate that for the, for the Thomases. I said, no, 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 no. Chandler was roughing him up. It was the opposite. He's fine. A He's Wilson good. is what it was. He's going to injury default and, and, and win the match. And that kid, I mean, he, he, he got it from the, yeah. from the start. Yeah. Thomas was in on the legs early, a uh, couple of double legs, and uh, he, he wasn't able even to defend the double leg. He ended up getting hurt uh, off of that. No, I, I would like to just a little surprise, but uh, when I went over to Team Montrewear and picked up these shirts uh, for the Wawasee team that was there, I saw a mountain of white T-shirts that they just finished printing, and I don't know what the number is, but uh, half the town of Decatur is going to have a white T-shirt with uh, Paul Gunson on the front of it when they get delivered. Yeah, and they said today, uh, Tim Myers posted that they had so many of them bought that they ended up just printing the ones that were ordered by a certain time, and the window is still open for those. If you haven't bought one yet, jump online, go to the Belmont Facebook page, 
for Belmont Wrestling. Order yours. Also, another side note, uh, Coach Calver is doing a great job of modeling his team shirt for this year. If you have not ordered your Belmont Wrestling t-shirt this year, it's one of the coolest ones that we've had in a long time. Uh, I love it. Order it tonight because the window closes tonight. So if you haven't seen that, jump online, Belmont Twitter, Belmont Facebook, any of those, they're on there. Uh, get that order in for Team Mantra Wear. And, you know, seeing that first wrestling match come, and after all those years, I'll give Coach Gunson a hard time, of all those years of managing the apparel when he was the head coach and seeing just a table set out with people's names stickered on a bag and nobody having to do anything, <laughs> Team Mantra Wear is the place if you're a high school coach or someone involved with that team to just set up the store. He does all of it. He prints off all the labels. All you have to do is set them out and people can come grab them. That's all you got to do. Oh, wait a minute. You mean my name was supposed to be on there? No, it was supposed to be on your bag. That on you, the bag. That, well, that you picked there was it a up. name on the bag. I'm not sure it was my <laughs> no, name. <laughs> you just grabbed one. I, of course I well, did. I have a recommendation. Spend the extra three bucks and get the dry fit. They're really nice. Yeah. So. Well, when we come back from this break, we're going to be joined by a gentleman named Sean Bynum. He's a former head coach at Jay County, and he is currently trying to add one more high school wrestling program in Indiana at Muncie Burris. And we're looking forward to talking to him here in the first period, and we'll be right back after these messages. Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur is hands down the best auto body repair shop in the Midwest. That's why your friends and neighbors give Bowers Paint Studio a five-star rating on Facebook. Your family ride get dinged in an accident? Take it to Bowers for a free estimate. Need a custom paint job for your collectible car or motorcycle? Bowers Paint Studio is the place to go. Nate works with all the insurance companies and can help you get a loaner. That's Bowers Paint Studio on West Monroe Street in Decatur. The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home is honored to serve the community we love and live in. Locally owned and operated by Ryan Hershey and Eric Zelt, we understand that each family we serve and each life lived tells a unique story. Our goal is to offer comfort, care, and dignity to all who entrust their loved ones to our care. We are proud to call Adams County our home and look forward to serving you for generations to come. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Welcome back to Hager Hershey Zelt High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. And we're eating at the uh, Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. Once again, the uh, food is great tonight and uh, so several specials on the, mill, on the menu. And now we're joined by uh, a new future coach here. Dan, you want to introduce your new guest? Yeah, we are joined on the show by Sean Bynum, a Winchester grad, I believe, and a former assistant coach at Jay County. And now he is trying to start a program at Muncie Burris, and that would uh, probably land him right in our Jay County Regional. So welcome to the show, Coach. Well, thanks for having me. So this uh, all came about because I saw one of your parents or supporters posting on Indiana Matt that you guys were looking for some equipment, and I immediately called him and said, hey, uh, you're in our area. How can I help? And he uh, informed me who you were, and I talked to Eric Myers, 
who you coached under, and uh, it's nice to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks a lot. That's right. Um, I know Eric very well. Um, um, you know, gave me an opportunity to come on board with him and, and kind of, uh, you know, learn the ropes. And But the uh, the guy you mentioned that um, you spoke to, uh, Mark Salim, uh, he's really the um, man behind the curtain getting Burris Wrestling going. Um, he'd run a club uh, with Bill Wicker uh, out of uh, Blackford County. Bill, Bill's the coach at the club, and, and uh, I met Mark. Um, his son wrestles about the same age as my son that wrestles and uh, we met at middle school state and I said hey uh, he's wearing a Burris singlet I can't I, you know I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really shocked that Burris has a team he said well we don't have a we don't have a middle school team yet but we're running a club and we're trying to get the middle school team established and uh, so we got to talking and, and uh, he invited me over to his club and and we really enjoyed it. Uh, we, we started going over a couple times a week and, and uh, really hit it off, um, you know. Um, and so uh, an opening at Burris came about this summer. I started my teaching career there back in 2008. Um, coached a little bit with Union City in those days. I uh, was coaching with Winchester a little bit before then. Never really left the sport, um, but you know, life changes, and, and I didn't ha- I didn't have any kids that was really interested in it until just recently, um, and so yeah, we was up at up at Jay County for a year, and and uh, coached with Nat Wood there on the elementary team, and and James Myers at the middle school, and you know I I, I was fortunate enough to uh, be with the middle school team when they went to the middle school state, and. Alan Ortiz, eighth grader, uh, heavyweight. I was in his corner when he won the state championship. And, you know, just that, just that uh, emotion when he realized, oh, my gosh, I'm the, I'm the state champion. You know, I was like, this is what I want to do. This is, this is I want to see kids reach that level and, and, and experience that joy. Uh, I, you know, I'd, I'd roll around with him in practice and, and – work with him and you know just to think that I had just a little bit of an influence on something that could uh, carry on with this guy uh, throughout life and all the all the stuff that goes with wrestling that you've learned to you know overcome adversity and it, it's just so amazing that uh, there's so many people around us that support and and, and do this and, and uh, make things happen for kids it's, it's just an unbelievable experience so I, I'm just really thrilled I, we start next week uh, next Monday after Thanksgiving, and I got a great assistant coach, uh, Jason Robertson. Uh, he's a strength and conditioning coach at Ball State. Uh, he wrestled in in Upper Iowa um, collegiately, so he's got he's got some stuff. You know, he's got some knowledge, and and, and uh, so I'm just really excited to introduce this sport to to kids at Burris. So Coach Myers was telling me a little bit about your background, but why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about where you came from and what your background in wrestling is? Oh, for sure. So um, in first grade, I met a friend. His name's Justin Jones, and uh, he wrestled for Winchester. He was a two-time state qualifier. He wrestled on Team Indiana. He was just a tough kid, you know, really hard-nosed wrestler. Um, and he's like, why don't you come out for wrestling? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd love to. I can't wait to jump off the top ropes and do a flying elbow, you know. And 
I get there and that's not what that is and, and uh, which is okay um, but his dad kind of um, Kevin Jones the, the longtime assistant coach there at Winchester under uh, Ron Anderson kind of took me under his wing and and uh, took me with him to different tournaments and we started wrestling we you know we was finding some success early in, in, in our careers and uh, go through middle school go through high school I, I made it to the state uh, I was a state qualifier my freshman year. Um, really got the bug then because, you know, I wasn't really supposed to win uh, that ticket round match. and just went out there and did it. With, you know, I didn't have anything to lose and, and, and did it. And, uh, you know, uh, decided to go. I, I went to Minnesota for 28 days. And, you know, I was really into wrestling and um, got a little scholarship through my church to go um, out to South Dakota at a NAIA school called Dakota Wesleyan University. Really enjoyed my time out there. It took me like two months to get a takedown, but when I finally did get that takedown, it was pretty cool. Uh, traveled with the team, got some experience internationally. Um, and then I, my dad suddenly, you know, and, and um, he suddenly passed away. And so I came back home, transferred to Ball State, uh, coached with the Winchester team a little bit. Um, Adam Chalfant, he went, he went through uh, about that time. And um, I, I was fortunate to coach him in his sixth place match that year uh, i think it was his sophomore year um that's certainly a tournament that that we remember here at wzbd that was somebody that we were really behind that is that year. right oh my gosh i remember Shawfont so much yeah. when when he wrestled at the jay county regional it was like man i can't wait to see this guy wrestle in indianapolis yeah, and he did. He took care of business, too. I mean, you know, his story, you know, he went on and wrestled at IU and made Winchester very proud. Um, so I, I see him every now and then. He always smiles and waves. That's pretty cool, you know, make those make those friendships and, and those lasting relationships. So, Coach, we, we have a little bit of experience about uh, someone in your situation. A good friend of this show, Tony Abbott, started the program at Cowan, and it's going to be a pretty similar situation for you, I feel like. Tell us a little bit about the needs that you have right now as far as starting a program and what the challenges are as you try to, to, to bring it to the high school. Yeah, so um, we got the first hurdle out of the way. We found a space. Um, you know, we have Ball Gym that Burris uh, uses for its athletics, and, you know, there's like six basketball teams and cheerleaders that are all vying for a limited amount of space. And so we, we got the, we got a room. Uh, it's not a, it's not a very big room, but that's okay. Um, and fortunately we have some mats. They are supposed to be, um, delivered sometime this week or next week. Um, we can't have any home meets, unfortunately this year. Uh, you have to schedule the gymnasium a year in advance. I understand and, we didn't know this was going to happen until just recently, uh, you know, having a program. Um, and so we're looking for teams to, that would say, come on, uh, join our dual meets, join our uh, triple dual, join our, you know, super six, or we've got a tournament, uh, a middle school tournament coming up. Um, you know, we would take any matches that we can. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how we have some we have some uh, commitments from some local schools, um, Delta, the Muncie schools, even Cowan uh, to go join them uh, in their dual uh, in their duels. But, you know, if anybody's got, you know, got room um, for another team, 
to jump in and compete, we sure would like to get it on our schedule and, and um, help out, you know, help out any way we can since we can't host this year, but definitely looking at doing it next year. So, Coach, do you have any immediate needs as far as material needs, whether it's mats or equipment or anything like that? I mean, we've got mats. I'm going to have some kids uh, that probably, uh, you know, just they don't have any experience. They, they may not know, uh, you know, what kind of gear to get. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure we have mats at this point, which is a, which is a huge thing. Um, you know, that was kind of iffy there for a while, but I think that's, that's been taken care of. Hey, Coach, if you went on to IndianaMat.com and filled out your uh, team information and made sure that you put on there your schedule, and actually if you put posts out there, I think that uh, a lot of coaches can find those matches on Indiana Mat. Hey, yeah, will do. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll do that, yeah. Yeah, Indiana Mat, definitely a place for you. I mean, as far as looking for middle school matches, um, there's a lot of information out there, and just connecting with coaches, you know, it, it's amazing. Um, just connecting with one person and, and the way those are made, uh, being able to, to pick up whether it's scheduling or just some advice about, you know, coming to this tournament or not coming to that tournament uh, could make a big difference for you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, so, and, you know, whatever we can do to support you, and, and if you ever need anything, please let us know. I know we uh, we are pretty blessed to have a pretty close working relationship with coach bradley at muncie central coach lecount at delta uh, coach abbott at cowan and uh, certainly as you try to ramp up things and move towards a high school program eventually we definitely want to be a part of that too yeah that's awesome i, I really appreciate you guys hey coach uh, believe, believe it or not they're actually sport you know hey coach they're, believe they're, it or not there's actually some people that actually listen to this podcast so Maybe by Tuesday or Wednesday, you'll get some phone calls from people that've listened to podcast that didn't hear it live, and they're saying, "Hey, we'll take a match here." So uh, look for something later on this week from people who pick up our podcast later on after Monday, Tuesday. That's fantastic. That, that's a, you guys do a, a great service to the wrestling community. That's for sure. Well, coach, we thank you for joining us, and please let us know if you uh, if you need anything later on in the season, or if you just want to check back in and. I know a lot of people would be interested to hear your story as your season develops and, and the challenges and the frustrations that you face and then maybe sharing some of your successes with us. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. And, uh, Dane, believe it or not, our number one fan's in the house. The judge made it. Oh, he did make it. Where the is judge, he? you're in the house. Where's Where? he at? He's over at the bar. Oh, he's over there. The judge okay. is in the house. Well, that's really cool. Uh, that just sort of came about this week as I saw him post that, and then I talked to Coach Myers over at Jay County, and he says, yeah, this Sean Bynum guy, he's got a really interesting story, and uh, he's pretty motivated, and, you know, you, you, you can't complain about somebody trying to start a new high school program in Indiana. It's not easy, well, and it takes, it takes a lot. Well, if you want a mentor, go talk to Tony Abbott. Absolutely, and I think <laughs> he's going to have a nice one, and that's a, that's a potential school that they're going to be able to wrestle on their, on their dual-meet schedule and and all of those types of things. So that's perfect. And uh, when we come back from these next messages, we are going to be joined by an even more special guest, a special member of the, first time. Of the Baker clan. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with that, we're going to send it back to the studio. Steve Rouse run aboard for us. Ronald Commercial is back with the uh, second period right after these messages here on High School Wrestling Weekly. When you're doing new construction or remodeling and you need drywall, the name to call is Paul Baker Drywall. 
Paul Baker Drywall does championship caliber work and gives you free estimates. Paul uses all the latest styles for your approval and his work is always guaranteed. Give Paul a call today at 701-4388. That's 701-4388. When it's time for drywall, use the best. Paul Baker Drywall. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Come on guys, it's where your friends shop. Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Burn, and Markle. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. Welcome back to Hagar Hershey's Elk High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle. Here at the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. And Dana, our uh, sponsor, our main sponsor, was kind enough to sit in and was our podcast guest last weekend. I thought it was a great interview. I listened to the podcast, and I thought Ryan uh, did a great job. And I, it was a great interview. Yeah, and I think for this show specifically, it's always interesting to hear people. You know, you talk to a lot of people in the sport, and you know them from their wrestling days. But there's a lot of people out there who are really big fans of the sport who you don't know their story. You don't know why you see them at every tournament and, or they, they are interested in some of the things that you're talking about. And I think anytime that you, you talk to somebody like that, it's fun to hear their story. It's fun to hear them talk about the guys that they wrestled or maybe the guys that they were just in awe of that, that were, you know, their contemporaries in high school. And, uh, or how about, how about the list of people we know that listen to our show that know nothing about wrestling, wrestling and still enjoy the show? I don't know if they're a captive audience and they get stuck on a road and they just have to listen to something. But uh, I have quite a few people call and tell me they listen to the show and they know nothing about wrestling but they still enjoy the show. Well, we are joined tonight by a very special guest, a former manager for the Belmont wrestling team. And uh, this is – how do I say this right so that I have it right? Paul Baker – Happened to be a state champion, but was really just the brother of Chris Baker, now Chris Everett. And she is joining us on the show tonight. Welcome. Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Usually Dane and I see you during football season in a big heavy coat on the field taking pictures. It's like, ah, he said, look at my girl working down there. <laughs> well, Chris has uh, graciously accepted a basically full-time job being my coworker at the Decatur Daily Democrat, and she is really part of the high school football uh, coverage team that makes up between WZBD and Decatur Daily Democrat. But uh, Chris, was there a Friday you took off this year? Yes. You did take one off. One off. I Just did. one off. So you had the other week. Well, Rex took one off too. Well, now two. I only took one off. So we're all in about the about the same. But you were the only one of the three of us who made the trip all the way to North Judson on Friday. Correct. Any any thoughts about the about the game or the weather? Uh, very cold. I've never been on a field that was covered in snow where they just blew the lines open so you could see them. <laughs> and uh, 
it, it's always fun to listen to the other team and their coaching because I always take pictures from that side. So I could tell that they were very frustrated. They knew what was coming, and they just couldn't stop it. Yeah, and you were asking me earlier before we went on air, what was the score last year? And it really was the same score. It was 42-7 last year and 35 nothing this year. Uh, I did see some pictures from uh, obviously your pictures, but I saw some other pictures before I got your email. There was a good two, three inches of snow on the field yes. when, they, when they started? Yeah, yes, and it was snowing. Throughout the game? Yes. Yeah, it was, it was quite a weather event. Now, thankfully, on Saturday, you guys are going to be there. Chris is going to be there working for the Democrat. You're going to be working for WZBD on that Saturday morning broadcast. I'm going to be in Goshen beforehand calling the wrestling uh, match, but you don't have to worry about snow on Saturday. You just have to make sure you don't get that black tire grind in your shoes from the AstroTurf. But, uh, you know, I listened. I ran out of the wrestle match and got in the car and about halftime listened to uh, the boss, uh, Rob Weaver, and his uh, twin brother on the radio, uh, Ed Thurman, who sounds just like him. But uh, they were calling and they basically said that Adam Central got up two touchdowns and that's all they needed because the, the field conditions were so bad that nobody could do anything. But then you get Keegan Bloom kind of falling downhill and, and scoring some points, and it was pretty much uh, a, no contest in the second half. So, Chris, you know, I may just put you on the spot right here because sometimes when I send you assignments, I think there's no way she's going to say yes to this, and then she does. I, I'll put you right on the spot. What motivates you to put so much time in for so little pay, what the Democrat gives you, <laughs> to be real honest with you, uh, and, to, and to do the service for um, sports fans of Adams County? You just, I love what I do. When you get to try to caption action in time and stop it, and see it from that type of perspective, and, and it can be at different angles. I just love to catch that moment. Absolutely love it, and I love learning more. I mean, each time I capture something that I've never captured before, it's a challenge and a lot more fun to try to keep doing the same thing, but also to capture new things. Well, I can say that I had a staff meeting not too long ago where your name came up, and somebody said something about, well, aren't you going to be at the game? And I said, no, 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 no. This game deserves Chris, not me. <laughs> this does not deserve Dane coming down from the press box in the middle of the game and trying to take it with his camera. You are ten times better at taking pictures than I am. And in the big games, we need you there. And, and I certainly appreciate that. Here's the conversation he has when, he, when he's running through and he's looking at the pictures you sent him. He says, I could take a picture like that, but... My camera's not as good as hers. It's, that's, it's my camera. It's got to be my camera. It's more than just the camera. <laughs> let me tell you that. There are times when I've had to ask her, what do you do to get that? And it turns out she's just better than I am. <laughs> so uh, any highlights from, from this football season? What was, what was your favorite game to be at? Because usually you and I are never in the same place. We rarely see each other. Oh, I don't know. I really have loved the AC games. I mean, seeing um, – Several, the Smith boy having some of the interceptions that he has had this year, and then also Jack Hamilton interceptions, seeing the one games when they switch over and, and Jack Hamilton's quarterback, and then is like having uh, Max Hamilton run for him, but also just to see how they can switch places, like the, the quarterback will also be on defense at the same time for varsity at the beginning of the matches. It's just... I love watching them switch places and also just keep going strong in the talent that they have, that they have in several positions. 
It's just I can't really pinpoint one game. All of them have just been so much fun to watch. So now after Saturday, you're going to put your wrestling cap back on. What are you looking forward to uh, this wrestling season? What's your favorite event to go to in the regular season for wrestling? She's just glad to be indoors. <laughs> oh, I just I love wrestling, period. Um, I don't think there's a favorite event that I would go to. I just enjoy watching all of them just do what they do. We have a lot of strengths in wrestling. And my favorite part of it would be when they're down and they come around the third period and they pin their opponent. That is the most exciting thing for me to watch. Did you get any good shots of the crowd when Henry hit that pin and uh, win, win the match for him there night? No, I was there. Oh, you didn't? I, I was the one taking the pictures. Okay. She was off. She was driving back home trying to thaw out her fingers. Oh, that's right. She was up in. Yeah, they were at the same. They were at the same time. So. Bumville. So um, now I've been to one football state finals, and Rex has been to the last two. And actually, you did the you Three did the Belmont for, one, right? I've been there five times because he played in a horseshoe classic one time. So. Oh, okay. So what's different? Because Rex is used to being way, way, way up there where you can barely see. They look like little tiny ants down on the field. What's the difference down on the down on the field at Lucas Oil. They got, they got better food down there? Because the last time I was there, they had these hot dogs that looked yellow. Yeah, they were nasty. They were nasty. I, I don't know about the food, but I was just in awe to be on the actual turf. It was just amazing to, to watch everyone come out and run on the field and just see the excitement of the crowd from both teams. It's just, I was in awe of the whole experience. It's quite amazing. So if you want to, if you want to see where we're at, you look at the ceiling and you follow the rafters over until it hits a wall. That's where we're at. Eight floors up. So you're, you're above the fans. Yes. Eight yes, stories up. For sure. So uh, for those who might be interested, and I know uh, Judge Kukulhansa, he's an amateur photographer over there. How many pictures will you take on Saturday of that game? How many will you end up with? Between 2,000 and 4,000, I will bet. <laughs> that is. How many terabyte hard drives do you have in a camera? I usually just keep the few that I want, yeah. and then I save them on a flash drive, and then I just erase the memory card. Well, to be more honest, Dane, the judge is more of a uh, Instagram. Yeah, he's he, more of an, he, Insta uh, he, an amateur Instagrammer. He's a grammar. He's a grammar. <laughs> Something like that. And I will give Chris a lot of credit because not only is she uh, working for pennies with the Decatur Daily Democrat, but she's also aiding WZBD in their coverage by freeing me up sometimes. But she also plays a really big role in the Belmont Wrestling Program um, from providing pictures to kids throughout their careers to providing me with pictures that I can use in the Belmont Wrestling Media Guide to the scrapbook, all of it. Um, uh, there's a lot that she, uh, of time that she puts into it. Uh, in just, you know, as she said, 2,000 to 4,000 photos for a state final. She maybe doesn't take that many on a dual meet, but she does go through all of them and sort them and put them in by individual kid. And uh, anytime a kid asks for a picture, she's, she's happy to oblige. And I, I must say that uh, in the house for the match the other night, the guy that took all the pictures of me when I was uh, wrestling was there, Jim Hopkins. Hoppy and uh, AJ sit there next to each other. Hop was in town for Thanksgiving, and uh, it's kind of carrying on that same tradition of the fine sports coverage overall that we have in Adams County. Well, it does. there does seem to be a little bit of pride, at least for me, looking at what Jim did for all those years, and I know you probably feel it too a little bit. There's a little bit of justice that, that, that needs to be done. You, It would feel weird to have Duke and Ike go to the state finals and to have some crappy picture from the stands 
included or some coach submitted picture. Um, and I know, and I've done it for several years, and, and you've joined me the last few years down on the floor. It's not easy down there at the state finals to get a spot. It's the worst weekend of the year, honestly, when it comes to angles. We're, yes. uh, Chris and I are used to sitting on the floor either opposite the coaches or directly next to the coaches within earshot of everything that they say. And then you get down to state and it's like, okay, you will stand here and you will not move for the entire match. And there's really nowhere to go. It's not like you can get a better angle. It's not easy. But uh, Chris is, is a lot better than I am at, at, at getting the shots that, that we need. And it certainly adds to our coverage. And it's it's a challenge, but at the same time, it's a lot of fun to, to be down there on the floor and to, to be a part of it. You have a spot here for this at for this section? Um, I do. And talking about guys that make it down to state, we talk about the Fort Wrestling facility. And as the season ramps up, and I know Coach Oberlin is getting his Homestead Spartans uh, into the groove as far as the high school season goes. But throughout uh, the season and into the off season as we prepare for ISWA State in the spring, uh, check out the Fort Wrestling facility on Goshen in Fort Wayne. All kinds of camps, clinics, uh, availability for uh, weekend training, youth training. I know middle school season hasn't started yet, but a lot of those weekend tournaments are, are, are beginning to ramp up. And as we talk about Fort Wayne semi-state number ones here in the next session, a lot of those guys, a lot of their coaches, they're training up there at Goshen and we're certainly looking forward to seeing Coach Oberlin in our schedule uh, later in the season, and uh, we would encourage anybody who's got a, re a young wrestler to check out the fort. With that, the second period is ended. We're going to come back for the third period with Coach A.J. Bradley right after these messages from our sponsors here on High School Wrestling Weekly on WZBD. When faced with the difficult task of making arrangements for your loved one, many emotions and questions arise. What would they want me to do if they were here? Where is the money coming from? How much should I spend? Do they want burial or cremation? The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home can help you navigate these tough questions. Make your wishes known and allow us to make sure that your wishes are carried out. Call Ryan Hershey or Eric Zelt at 260-724-7167 to schedule an appointment today. Hi, this is Joel at Decatur Package Liquors, locally owned since 1965. I promise competitive prices and the best service in town. We offer bulk buy discounts for weddings, graduation parties, and other big celebrations. Special orders are also available and highly recommended. Don't forget about Wine Wednesday where you get the best savings. Come on, guys. It's where your friends shop. Decatur Package Liquors, with the best service and variety in town, now with locations in Monroe, Byrne, and Markle. Brad Weber proudly supports the WZBD Wrestling Coaches Show. He also supports youth football in Adams County as a board member of the Decatur Football League and president of Belmont Cadet Football, giving our youth the chance to learn the great game of football. Some of the best football players in our area have also been fantastic wrestlers. That's why famous coaches like Joe Gibbs and John Madden always wanted wrestlers on their team. Find out more about youth football opportunities by giving Brad a call at 452-7045 or email bw at bradweberlaw.com. Welcome back to Hager Hershey's Elt High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek. Once again, we're live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, where tonight uh, it seemed like the most of us went with the pulled pork tacos, and they were phenomenal. I had a bowl of cheeseburger soup that was something interesting that was quite delicious, and now we're joined for the third period as we start here by our good buddy, Coach A.J. Bradley from the uh, Muncie Central Bearcats. How are you doing tonight, Coach? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, 
little tired. We went to that Colts game today. That uh, didn't go so well, but besides that, pretty good. Well, we had that broadcast on WZBD earlier in the day, and unfortunately for the Colts, the Eagles were just a little bit too good. Oh, yeah, it was my son's first game, and he's seven. He was like, why was no one in the middle? We knew he was going to run, <laughs> but oh, well. Well, Coach, tell us a little bit about your team so far, and uh, have you guys started your schedule yet? Uh, we had a little JV invite on Saturday. Our varsity gets started uh, next Saturday at Southport, and that new tournament they're running. We've had two girls events so far, so, yeah, we're all over the place already. Well, Coach, we're certainly looking forward to uh, meeting up with you. We get to see a lot more of you this year in our schedule as we're going to be joining you down at Newcastle. Um, at least I am. I don't know if Rex is going to join me that weekend or not before Christmas. But uh, are you going to the ECIC also? Oh, yeah, we'll be there. Okay, and so are we for the first time. So I'm excited about that coverage too. Oh, me too. When I heard on the, on the previous broadcast that you guys were going to be there, I was excited. Now, we can throw a little bit of shade at Coach Gaskell because he did drop you from his schedule. We'll throw him under the bus right here on air live. He threw you, uh, he threw you under the bus and dropped you and, and picked up Belmont. I know. I just kind of laughed, you know, but, hey, we see him earlier in the year at Newcastle, but I was giving him crap. I was like, really, us for Belmont? Come on now. But it made me feel good to see who we got replaced by. Yeah, probably. Well, it definitely is nice that South Adams is able to see you still, um, that intra-regional matchup at Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Gasco's a great guy. We chat all the time. And uh, part of the reason he did is because we already see each other twice, actually, because they're at ECIC as well. So it worked out for both of us. So, Coach, uh, one of these days when uh, Dane sees you, I'll have a, he's got a package here that you did go online and order one of these lovely Haggard Hershey Zelda High School Wrestling Weekly T-shirts on that, that uh, I have on. Uh, Dane always forgets to wear his, but uh, you have something with uh, he and I's ugly mugs on it to uh, keep the mice out of your house. Oh, yeah. Now, the last time I was at your house, Coach, uh, you were doing some remodeling. How's that going? Uh, pretty good. Finally finished. Uh, finally finished that project, and it's time to start another one, apparently. Now, how do you find any time to do any renovation projects while you're coaching? Uh, very, ooh, very hard. Uh, <laughs> just come home, okay, this needs done. We try to find a way to do it. A lot of our stuff actually gets done during the off-season, to be honest. But there's always something to fix. Now, the biggest question that I have for you, uh, now that you're our, our main guest on this segment, is you went out and hired a girls wrestling coach this year. Can you tell us what your assessment of her work so far has been? <laughs> uh, she, she's been doing great. Like, I, you know, she's one of the best that I've ever seen or had, to be honest with you. Hey, you don't, no have, to go over, you don't have to go overboard now. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm just telling the truth. Well, go ahead and tell us who that new coach is. <laughs> oh, that just happens to be my wife. So how many girls do you have on the team this year? Uh, as of right now, we have seven girls. Uh, started with six and went up one, so things are going well. Uh, we're excited with our numbers. So when is your first varsity event for the boys' team? Uh, we're going to Southport on the 26th. Uh, that's that new event that um, where you can interrupt, I think it's like 30 kids, and they're doing various uh, brackets for everybody. Uh, Falcons approved it, so we're giving it a whirl. 
Very good. Now, have you had a chance to check out the newly released uh, Fort Wayne semi-state rankings? Uh, yes, I have. And I was giving Caleb a little stuff on Twitter the other day, and he finally released them, so I thought I should at least get on and look at them right away. And uh, have you noticed uh, anything about the uh, about the lighter weights? Uh, that they're loaded with our area, yeah. Yeah, they certainly are. The Jay County Regional is certainly well represented in those rankings. Um, obviously, you know, Aiden Bollinger is a kid who, I mean, he has wrestled a ton. His dad's a Belmont grad, but that, de- that Delta team uh, is growing and re- really becoming a powerhouse down in your area. Oh, yeah, especially their lower weights. I mean, they, you know, they, they got a great coach there and Cody, and they all, you know, they follow their coach. Now, that's all I can say. He's doing an amazing job. Yeah, and one of the things I really appreciate, and I already uh, told Caleb this, you know, the, the Fort Wayne semi-state rankings are done by a different person than the state rankings. And on a typical website, you would see the semi-state ranking guy completely fall in line with the state guy. That's not, how the way, that's not the way it works at Indiana Matt. Caleb feels that Bollinger deserves the number one spot over the freshman from Rochester. And so the semi-state rankings don't necessarily match the state rankings. And this is an argument that I've had with people before. Uh, they'll want to say, well, last week you had us ranked ahead of them, and we didn't lose. How did, how did we fall behind? It's like, no, every week we start over. I mean, we, we, we look at it from the whole body of work. And uh, I really appreciate that, that Caleb was able to, to put himself out there and say, no, nah, actually, I think this kid's better. Oh, I love that about Caleb. And I think that's what makes, like, Indiana Matt great and also, like, your show and just the show Indiana Matt does is that people have their opinions and they don't have to necessarily fall in line. And Caleb feels strongly about something, so he puts it out there and it helps with discussion. Uh, they don't all just, like I said, like, fall in line. So I love it. Now, you know, from our uh, small listener circle here locally over the air, a lot of people know who Levi Johns is, but there's another name there at 113. Why don't you tell us a little bit about him? Oh, uh, I assume you're referring about uh, my nephew, Jackson. They're from Cowan at number two. He's a freshman this year. I'm really excited for him. You know, the only thing I don't like is he's wearing that black and gold. I prefer if he was in the purple and white, but hey, you know, I can't win them all. He's got a pretty decent coach there at Cowan, doesn't he? Some guy you know quite well. Oh, oh yeah. You know, Abbott's pretty solid. I mean, <laughs> you know, he was my coach and my coaching mentor. <laughs> so, yeah, and then my brother Casey's out there as well. Now, uh, fast forward in a little bit because we don't have time to go through every weight, but I'm looking at 138 and Caleb's rankings, and I'm just remembering how good a weight that's going to be. You've got Tony Wood, Logan Ullman, uh, You've got Silas Loshi from South Adams. Blake Luganbill was a ticket rounder last year for Belmont. He looks really, really good, really strong, a lot more mature than he was maybe last year as a freshman. That's a really, really deep weight at our regional. Oh, it is. Our regional has a few. I was really surprised with 38. 38 and 82, I think, maybe our top two or we're the loaded the most at our regional. But I think it goes to show the level – that uh, our semi-state, which then goes back to our regional, is growing in these past few years. Yeah, for sure. If you look at these semi-state rankings, and I'd encourage everybody that uh, is an Indiana MAP member to jump on there and look at them. I mean, the number one spots are, there's a lot of guys from the Jay County Regional that are there. Oh, yeah. 
And you're talking no. about you're talking about 182. I mean, you've got Dial Capone, but then you've got Hunter Page, Bryce Wink, Trevor Curry. You've got Jaquan East, who's no slouch from Kokomo there. Um, you know, that's a really deep weight. You've got Maverick Somerset. You've got Austin Christner. We like to call him Timo. Uh, there's, there's, there's a lot of guys there from our area. Oh, yeah. I mean, your section alone, Jay County's got Wink Curry, you know, and Somerset there. So you're going to get a start second place in sectional is going to draw to one of those three first round of regional. That's insane. Yeah, and one thing, one other thing that the semi-state rankings are teaching me is anybody who thinks that Rochester's year last year, their semi-state crown was a one-off, is going to be sorely mistaken when we get back to the Coliseum in February. I mean, they're they're better this year than they were last year. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, not very many small schools can lose a state champ and then say they got better. Uh, <laughs> they did. I mean, their upper weights are just going to be better. Plus, Horn they brought in. I mean, they're solid top to bottom. And also, their girls' program is solid top to bottom. We've seen them wrestle as well. So whatever's in the water up his Rochester is working. Yeah, for sure. And then another wild card in our semi-state is just kind of the question, are we going to see Christian Carroll or are we not? I, I don't know. You know, I had the privilege of meeting that young man at uh, East Noble two weeks ago, and I went up and introduced myself, and he was so humble and so nice, and we chatted for a little bit. Like, whatever he decides, I wish him the best because he's a generally a good young man. Absolutely. Well, Coach, we thank you for coming on the show tonight, and we certainly look forward to joining you later on down the road in our season, whether it's in the regular season or the ECIC just before Christmas or at the Jay County Regional. We certainly look forward to, uh, to following the boys in, in purple, and we wish you luck this season. Thank you, and thanks for having me. And I look forward to seeing you guys at all those events. That's been uh, Coach A.J. Bradley from the uh, Muncie Central Bearcats. Is, uh, you have a read for this, uh, this section? I do, and I just want to uh, remind people that now once we get our uh, broadcast actually underway this upcoming uh, week with our broadcast of the Goshen Super Duels both on Friday and Saturday, we've got a special giveaway. It's not something that we've done, at least to my knowledge, since I started working for WZBD. Um, Johnny over at 8th Street Oil is giving away a free oil change every time an Adams County wrestler gets eight takedowns in a match. We now, were nowhere we close the other night. Well, nowhere we, we, close. we were not quite close. We close. But I don't know, who, who do you see as the... You couldn't take four weight classes <laughs> and put them together and get eight, eight takedowns of four weight classes. Who do, who do you see as being the, the person uh, giving Johnny the most trouble? I don't know. Chandler Thomas looked pretty good on his feet the other night. And Wolpert. I thought Wolpert looked good on his feet, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a guy like Logan Allman is a guy who likes to wrestle from his feet and could, could easily come up with some eight, eight takedown matches. Uh, Gavin Davis, another guy who, who, Davis who likes could. to wrestle from his feet. Tony uh, Wood. It will be interesting to, to see who, who, uh, who triggers that, that giveaway, but uh, really excited about what uh, Just remember, Johnny's able to Must be present to win. Must be present to win, and I think that's kind of way we're, we're going to do it here, <laughs> is uh, we're going to give away that free oil change at our show. So those will accumulate. If there's more than one during the week, then we'll be able to give those away at our show on Sunday. So um, come on in for our show throughout the season and check out that as we review everything and look forward to the week to come 
each week all the way from now all the way until nearly the beginning of March. Also, I'd like to throw out there anybody who ordered online uh, merch from the Hager Sefner Hersheysville High School Wrestling Weekly, those shirts are laid out on a table here, and you must come here and pick those up during a show because I'm not going to deliver them around to you. So uh, I know half of the people who have shirts are here related to Dane, so Dane will probably end up getting them to them. But uh, for the most part, uh, that wraps up the third period. We'll be back with the overtime period right here after these messages on the High School Wrestling Weekly on WZBD. The staff at Haggard, Hershey, and Zelt Funeral Home is honored to serve the community we love and live in. Locally owned and operated by Ryan Hershey and Eric Zelt, we understand that each family we serve and each life lived tells a unique story. Our goal is to offer comfort, care, and dignity to all who entrust their loved ones to our care. We are proud to call Adams County our home and look forward to serving you for generations to come. Hi, it's Jesse from Heller Nursery. If you've never been to our greenhouses, now is the time to come. We grow over 4,000 poinsettias and it's a sight worth seeing. Heller Nursery also cuts fresh greens and makes wreaths daily for the Christmas season. Heller Nursery has a great selection of houseplants and pottery all winter long. Houseplants and gift cards make great Christmas gifts. Heller Nursery is located outside of Decatur, just off of 224. Just follow the signs. Heller Nursery opens seven days a week. DDD Maintenance and Repair, owned and operated by Shane Reynolds, has your local professionals for heavy-duty truck and diesel engine repair. DDD Maintenance and Repair also offers full-service sand and glass blasting for your surface restoration projects. Whether it's getting your heavy-duty truck and diesel engine running like new or sandblasting your project to look like new, we have a blast renewing the past. Give Shane and the guys a call at 260-223-5442. That's DDD Maintenance and Repair. Welcome back to the Hager Hager Hershey's Eld High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle here at Cross Creek once again. Live from the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill, and uh, as always, the food was fantastic tonight. Uh, our massive audience out here uh, partake of uh, some. See, hear how loud they are. Hey, that was really season. One, that was one guy. The season is underway. <laughs> when we get to school on Monday, kids are going to be talking about what the record is and who's up next and what the schedule is, and uh, that's where we want to go now in the overtime period. And as I said earlier, I had to write a book to describe just how much it was that we were covering on WZBD and how many different moving parts there were but let's see if i i, I try to follow the email you sent out there by this is what's happening this week it's like oh my god it's like this long well tomorrow night you can listen to the matt painter show and you can listen to coach painter talk about purdue and talk about his upcoming road trip all the way out to the west coast as they get ready to play in the phil knight legacy after thanksgiving that'll be an interesting uh, listen and then immediately after that you'll get to hear the pacers as they take on orlando they tip off immediately after the Painter Show. And then on Tuesday, you'll hear Coach Jeff Brom, who still holds out hope that Purdue might make it to the Big Ten title game. I'm not sure if our schedule can hold a Big Ten title game, but that's beside the point. The Boilers did get a win. Uh, did you see the, the touchdown that they got called back nope. on Saturday? Nope, what I'm watching. It was senior day. They were winning. Northwestern's lost nine in a row. The guy picks them off from 45 yards out. There's no one between him and the end zone. And he starts deoning it, high-stepping it. And the, they show the referee, they look at his face, and he just, bloop. You can't do that in college football. You can't high-step. So they end up calling a, fl- a flag, a personal foul, uh, 
unnecessary celebration, and Purdue doesn't even score off of the drive. They almost lose to Northwestern, but they're still alive. They need Iowa to lose on Friday, and they could still have a chance to make the Big Ten title game to take on the winner of Michigan and Ohio State, who play on Saturday. Anyways, on Tuesday night, then, we'll have a, a showdown between Belmont and Adam Central in girls basketball. That will be our good friend Mike Maki being joined by Matt Conversay, and uh, Adam Central is going to have to get their act together to uh, hang in with Belmont because Belmont looks really, really good right now. They did lose on Friday at Jay County, um, but overall, uh, Belmont's got a nice group of seniors that are a really tough physical team, a lot of time in the weight room. Uh, Coach Heim, he likes his weight room. The girls, they like the weight room. They're strong. They're physical. They don't have a whole lot of height. But they got some good shooters, so listen for that on Tuesday night. And then on Wednesday night, we've got the opening of our boys' schedule. Southern Wells comes to the TP to take on Belmont. It will be Matt Conversay and Luke Koning on that broadcast to take you into the holiday. On Thursday night, we will have West Virginia and Purdue. That is, Rex, I know you'll still be up, but a 9 o'clock pregame with a 10 o'clock tip-off all the way from the West Coast. That's, a, that's an awfully late, late broadcast. Then on Friday, we are excited to tell you that we are going to be bringing you the premier match of the Goshen Redhawk duels. It will be uh, myself calling Belmont versus Chesterton somewhere in the afternoon on Friday. That's round four from the gymnasium at Goshen High School. And then after that, sometime after that, we will have the 6A title game between Carroll and Fort Wayne and Center Grove. That's who it is. Carroll and Center Grove. Live from Lucas Oil Stadium. And then after that, assuming that the Boilermakers can pull out the win, they will have pregame. Wait for it. 10.30 pregame on Friday night. Steve's working OT that night. He's going to have to have a lot of, what's that, what's that stuff that's in the turkey that makes you sleep? Tryptophan. That's what it is. Then Saturday morning, bright and early from Goshen. There's a Dunkin' Donuts right next to our hotel, Rex. There you go. After that, I will have uh, Goshen coverage. Belmont going to be wrestling. Oh, and I can't remember who it is. It is South Bend Riley. That's who it is. Belmont and South Bend Riley in the very first round. We will be off the air just in time to hand the pigskin off to you and Mike Maki from the 1A title game between Adam Central and Indy Lutheran. And it coincides perfectly with our broadcast plans because after you guys go off the air, it'll be the old oak and bucket game. Great football. A lot of things. Purdue has, or IU has the great opportunity to spoil Purdue's plans on Saturday, and it should be a really good game. In the words of an immortal Yogi, Yogi Berra, deja vu all over it's again. It's deja vu all over again between AC and Lutheran. And then after that, Saturday night, if you didn't get enough sports with us starting at nearly 8.45 in the morning and going all the way through, we are going to have Belmont at Woodland. Lots of good storylines there as Belmont takes on their old head coach, John Baker, an old classmate of mine, now at the helm of the Woodland Warriors. That game will be live from Woodland, and that will be Matt and Lou again. And then on Sunday, before our show, as we recap all 10 rounds of the Goshen Redhawk duels along with the state football finals, we will also have the final game of that Phil Knight legacy for Oregon um, for Purdue, and then we will have our show on Sunday, November 27th. And fans, after you listen to that, you didn't get the keynotes uh, that I did in email where Dane was logistically talking about, okay, you're going to take the equipment to here, and yes. you're going to take the equipment to here, and then 
you're going to keep this equipment then, and I'm going to get the equipment here. So with two sets of equipment and 50 broadcasts, it's, it's going to be a logistic nightmare here, but it'll happen. It is going to happen. And as soon as we get through this week and we finally put the cap on our football coverage, uh, we really get into our wrestling dual meet coverage on weeknights and our girls' basketball and boys' basketball coverage as Purdue transitions out of football and into Big Ten basketball. Uh, we even have more of those, and there are a couple of radio auctions sprinkled in there oh. in December. I don't know how we even find time for a radio auction, but obviously if you're not in on that on a regular basis, you if, are missing If you out. don't tune in to, to radio auctions and hear the, the wonderful commentary and comedy genius of Steve Rouse, you've never lived because uh, it's worth the price of admission right there. I'm wondering if we couldn't get a High School Wrestling Weekly t-shirt on the radio auction. I got a box up right here. We might be able to yeah. see if we could if we could get one out there. So <laughs> it's like crickets when somebody, hey, you want to call and get a t-shirt? <laughs> crickets, 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 no callers, huh? So uh, I guess we might as well go over since we will not be on the air again until we get to that point. I did receive the schedule for Belmont when they are at the Goshen Red Hawk duels. On the first day there's uh, there's Eleven slash twelve slash kind of ten teams, from what I understand. It's a confusing day, but uh, Belmont will open up with South Bend St. Joe and then South Bend Adams, two teams that uh, probably are not going to challenge the Braves, but are going to get the ball rolling on the day. They're usually but then, they're usually forfeiting about four weight classes. Yeah, they have not had a full team the last couple of years, but two new teams to the tournament are Eastside and Chesterton, and we know that Eastside has had some really good teams had a good football season the last three or four years. They've had some kids who have been challenging for spots at the state finals. So that should be a good duel there in round three. And then we will probably catch the tail end of that before we bring you the match against Chesterton in round four. And then Belmont will wrestle Lakeland to end the day. The big one there is going to be a potential rematch between Keegan Schlebach and Blake Luganbill. Those two met in the ticket round last year for a spot in the state finals, and those two will be back in the lineup against each other on day one. And then on day two, we will begin our coverage on WZBD before we go to Indianapolis with Belmont against South Bend Riley. After we go off the air, Belmont will wrestle John Glenn, Laporte, Angola, and Goshen. And, of course, Laporte will bring in defending state champion Ashton Jackson in what will be round eight for the Braves. But when we come back on our next show, uh, everybody in the Belmont lineup, well, most of everybody in the Belmont lineup, because I know Coach Myers was talking about filling the two short buses with uh, a couple of backups, but uh, some of those guys in the lineup will already have 11 matches on their docket here by November 26th. So a, a much different start than what it used to be just a few years ago. So that puts a wrap on the uh, radio version of the Haggard Hershey's Eld High School Wrestling Weekly. I'd like to thank all of our guests. I'd like to thank everybody that showed up in person out here. Remember, get out here in person and pick up your shirts if you order something through the online store. I'd like to thank Steve Rouse. I'd like to thank the Double Eagle Clubhouse Grill. And uh, we're going to head into our podcast section. And stay tuned for the podcast, folks, because on this show, we reward guests just for being here. That's so right. with that, we'll come back with one of our uh, most favorite guests here right after this. And thanks for tuning in to the Haggard Hershey's Eld High School Wrestling Weekly. Let's go to podcast for a little bit, Steve. Come on in here, Judge. Here it is. This is his chance. Yeah, but it's it's just podcast. If 
It's just podcast, so if somebody doesn't want to listen to you, they turn it off. <laughs> We're not on radio. The ratings are going to go right through. The what weight's Jackson? What's a, which Jackson at? Um, I'll have to check. Oh, yeah, so he has one. He has one. I know he does. Oh, yeah. I, I love those shirts. Those are really nice. I got a lot of comments about those shirts yeah. at the match the other night. Well, we are joined by the judge, Chad Kukulhan. And uh, a lot of times I call you Krukenberg because I, okay. I know some Krukenbergs and Kukulhans, and I get, I get lost in the middle of one of Henry's matches. So he's just Henry K to me most of the time. <laughs> so I, can't, I don't screw it up. But uh, we were talking about Ashton Jackson, and I, I, I sold him short. He is a two time. Defending state champion. Let's not forget that from the Laporte, a slicer. He is ranked number one right now at 120 pounds. And I know he wrestled Bryce Rickard last year, I believe, when he was at 113. And so Bryce will probably pair up against him again on day two. But definitely one of the highlights from, the, from those Goshen Redhawk duels. And that question comes from one of our other favorite guests, who I sits at the table with one of our other favorite guests, that from the Brights and the Kukuhans that are usually here in force. And uh, Judge, uh, I want to bring you on and talk to you about what do you think, other than wrestling talk, interests you about this show to tune in and listen to the podcast. We have a lot of fans that know nothing about wrestling but still listen. What, what do you get out of this show? Oh, I just, you know, having a son that wrestles and then uh, all the respect that I have for the program, I just like to be filled in on next week's action. Just like this Goshen tournament, I kind of like to scout it out through you guys, and I know you're very knowledgeable, both of you two are very knowledgeable, and you help me to get prepped for the next week, what I'm supposed to be worried about. <laughs> and not, not be too nervous, and yeah. what he's supposed to be yeah. worried about. That's yeah. that three-way text between Dane, Rex, and, and the judge, and it's like, what should Henry do? What, is, is this kid any good? What, it's like, <laughs> I just worry about my boy a lot. <laughs> Your poor him. little boy. you got to worry about that little boy. How yeah. tall is he now? He's like 6'5", yeah. probably, something like uh, that. Yeah, if you stretch him out. Stretch I stomp him. on him a little bit. And I actually, I interviewed him after the uh, the wrestling match, uh, wrestling wrestle offs downtown, and said that we're going to put him on the air and make him play piano some night. Oh yeah, he loves that. He's working on Beethoven's Fifth right now. There like I'm not joking. That's a serious piece. I don't know if you know anything about music, but yeah, if if you're serious if, you're, if you tune in and, and watch the judge on the gram like I do. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he definitely loves to play piano, and he worked on Maple Leaf Rag. That was a big piece for him to learn, and he conquered that. He plays it really well, and. Um, so then he worked on Beethoven's Fifth. That's what he's working on with Jackie Sanderson. Uh, she's taught him piano for, oh, I don't know, eight to ten years, I suppose, and Meryl as well, my daughter. So they like the challenge. So, you know, Henry was uh, a little bit of a latecomer to wrestling. Uh, he wasn't a kid who began at four years old, five years old. And I know for you, you have a lot of perspective as to what the high school offers and, and different programs and, and sort of you have a unique perspective on some of the some of the maybe issues that 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 plague our youth, I guess I would say, um, from from your profession. But what do you see as one of the positives? You know, why are you a big supporter of the program, and what has wrestling brought your son? And, and what would you say to someone who had a kid who's maybe a sixth or seventh grader that hasn't wrestled at all and is considering it? Would you say jump in, or would you say nah, you better try basketball? I would say definitely jump in. I think that um, basketball is a great program. We have a good coach here in Jonathan Filling. He taught – or he uh, coached Henry, actually, as a uh, seventh grader at Winnikin, had a great season. He's a great coach. What I think the transition to wrestling did, which was a really big surprise to me that Henry wanted to wrestle, 
But um, he chose to do that, and uh, Tim really took him under his wing, and then Paul guided him, Paul Gunsek. Um, you know, we're all thinking of Paul and his family, at least right now. Um, and hopefully I think Tuesday's a big day for their family. Um, but what I'm trying to say, I guess, is that those coaches brought him along in the correct way. Like they, and they have a good, 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 really good example that they set for the boys. And um, if you're disciplined and you want to work, the wrestling room is the place to be. And uh, I, I've said this on air a lot. And in the last two years, uh, I see the upper weights with a huge Billy Baker influence. I see that in Henry. The hand fighting and the way he wrestles from, from up top, that's a, that's a, a huge um, you know, benefit to have a Billy Baker in a room to throw with those big guys. And uh, I, you can see it in the way they wrestle. Yeah, Billy taught Henry a lot about wrestling. Um, during uh, the virus, during COVID, the shutdown, um, you know, we were fortunate enough that Billy could work with Henry a little bit um, as best as what they could. And then uh, joining them, at, we have a, a house on 10th Street, and it has a wrestling room um, upstairs in one of the apartment areas there. And um, Billy wrestled with Henry there a lot. And then Keegan Martin joined Henry and Billy up there. So I can't wait to see Keegan in action. It was, uh, you know, sad to see that he didn't get a match the other night. But we'll get to see him in action. And Henry says he's an animal up in the room. And uh, we really respect the Martins and Keegan and what they bring bring to the uh, mat. So is that basically like a Fort Wrestling Club in Decatur? <laughs> it Down is. Tenth Street, call it, you get 8th Street Oil, you get 10th Street Wrestling Club. It's Fight Club in Decatur. <laughs> yeah, so we don't talk about it a lot. But Fight Club. They give me a certain amount what's of rules liberty of, what's on the rule? podcast I can talk about. What's, that's right. What's the rule of Fight Club? Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. That's right. But uh, anyway, especially not during the virus time. Well, um, you know. Billy's a great teacher. You were talking about Billy, and I know Coach Myers was just mentioning this earlier in the week. Um, I was talking with him, and I was talking with Sean, and he looked at me and said, Dane, I'm getting old. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he talked about how much he enjoys being on the mat with some of those guys. But when you start to think about it, you start to look at some other teams and some other programs and, and coaches, you know. As much as you can gain from from guys who are in their forties and in their fifties and in, in that in that class, you always need some guys in their late teens, some fresh graduates, and some guys in their twenties who can really spar with those guys mm-hmm. and really be physical, especially with some of those seniors who are really needing somebody that that, that is that physical. And I know that you know even if you look at you know the addition of, of Travis Yocolette a couple of years ago was a big addition for the team and somebody that, that coach for and coach Myers were really excited about. But even Travis is, is a, a father of three who's 33 or 34 years old. Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, the addition of, of Billy, the addition of Kyle Lawson mm-hmm. um, on the staff, John Rubel is spending some time on the, on the staff and, you know, wrestling is a different sport in that, and that you need those guys. And I know when we talked to coach Gaskell earlier in the year, it was super, super pumped that Sawyer Miller was coming out and helping. And as as each class of, of wrestling coaches gets a little bit older, it gets that much harder to stay physical with your top guys. And you always need those fresh guys to come out of high school and, and stay in the program. You know, it's not like a basketball coach that might come out and you know spot up on some guy and he'll play a little one-on-one with him. Wrestling's a little more physical than that. And you got to grab hold of it. And if you don't mind getting your ears bashed around and uh, – you know, putting a sweat on, getting some mat burns on your face, because these young kids throw it hard. And uh, when you get to be an older guy, I mean, it, it you don't heal as fast as you used to. 
I know this. Henry's talked about uh, Grady Baker and some of the younger kids, and I said, you know, you really got – that's the way you can give back. No matter what happens this season, what you can do is you can coach up those kids. So depending on, you know, what happens with him during the season, um, I know that one thing he can do no matter what is, is to give back to those kids like Grady and the other kids that are younger that do weigh in Henry's weight range and – and uh, hopefully he can help them to learn the tools that Billy's taught him, and then they can pass it on. And, you know, that's a specific problem, too, to wrestling in that you look at who, you know, you've got Coach Myers, you've got Coach Sean Ferrot, you've got some other guys, mm. great coaches, been around a long time, they know everything, but they're only so big. Mm-hmm. Then you look at, you know, you think back to maybe the Braden Shaw days. Yeah. You know, what do you do with a kid who's that big and that physical and that strong and you don't have somebody to wrestle with him? You need that guy to be in there. And I think that's one of the the, the strong things that that Billy Baker has added and that he's able to spar with some of those bigger guys because, you know, the difference between Tim and size and and Braden Shaw, you know, it's a a little bit different. Or even, you know, D-Rob last year. There's not a whole lot of guys. You know, Fletcher Schienefeld's in there sometimes. Henry was wrestling with Dalton, they were their partners last year. So, and that probably didn't do Henry as much service as it did Dalton. But I, you know, like Dalton needed somebody to wrestle with, and it's hard to wrestle heavy. You know what I mean? Like absolutely, yeah. Anybody, and what I guess I'm trying to say is, it's a lot easier to coach some of those, you know, 26, 32, 38 pounds when the coach has 25, 30 pounds on the <laughs> kid who's at top level. He's able to 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 add something. But when you're giving up 100 pounds to some of those guys and six, eight inches in height. It's a whole different ball game. You know, back back in the day when I graduated college, I come back and I went up the room and, and rolled around a little bit. And uh, uh, Tyler Collins was the heavyweight, and I would go with Tyler a little bit. And you could stay away from him, stay off my name. But there was a time when that two seventy five come down on you, and you're weighing like one forty five, just crunching. It's like you can out slick him a little bit, uh, but then occasionally he'd get tired of that mess and he'd just crunch you. I think not to let uh, Coach Myers fool you. Either, like, I know Henry is live with him or, or they've wrestled a little bit, and I think Tim is everything that Henry could ever. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, he's a terror. Absolutely, like, and, I'm not, and I'm not selling him short. No, I know you're not. But, but uh, <laughs> you know, it is, and I think it's, I think people, they, you know, Coach Myers deserves all the credit, but it is taxing oh, on geez. a coach's body to, to be able to have to do that every single day. And, and I think that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get across. Is I it's know. not easy. Well, it, it's not like Tim's worried about getting cauliflower here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's already got that. Too. He's already got that. Well, Judge, you know, you're on your last hurrah here with Henry being a senior, and you've been uh, on the circuit of the Belmont schedule, and you visited some of these tournaments, and you've eaten at some of the restaurants on 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 the nights in between. Uh, what are you going to enjoy the most about this this last season? Well, I think the is kind of the fulfilling of the goals that hopefully we have, and and like every year he's kind of progressed with with my son at least, and then also with the team. Like I'd really love to see them win a, a state team title, and I think with some of the newcomers, the freshmen that we have, as well as you know the the weight class that I was most worried about, I w- I didn't know that we were going to have a heavyweight, and I'm so glad that we got four of them, which is crazy. You know, and so we got backups, and it's great that those guys are in those places. So what I'm looking forward to most is just to see whether the training has worked out for him. And, you know, it's like I told him, sometimes things work out for the best, sometimes they don't, and just take it as it comes. And so I'm looking forward to that, just to see the progression of, of the season and see whether what I predicted would happen will, hopefully. So. Well, I know heading into this season, you look at the 
roster and you look at the lineup and you think about some of the places that we're going. We talk about Goshen, we're going to wrestle 10 matches over the course of, you know, 36 or 40 hours or something crazy. Um, and you're thinking about what kind of movable parts Belmont has. But then you see Giovanni Hernandez. Yeah, that and, was awesome. I mean, I mean, I kept using the word agility. He really did demonstrate mm-hmm. some agility, some quickness, some speed, some heart. Yeah. To get taken down wow. early and and to come back and, and for a heavyweight too, the, you know the emotion that he showed demonstrated to me that he kind of gets it and yeah. that that he enjoys being he in does. the spotlight and being the guy on the mat. But he also like he understood that he played a big role in that, even though it was the very first match. You know, and AJ and I interviewed him at the uh, Rushlofts downtown on Madison Street Plaza, and he said, you know, I wasn't going to go out for wrestling. And some guys told me, hey, you probably go out. I think from after he won that match and heard the roar of the crowd, I think he's really glad that he did go out. Oh, absolutely. I'm real glad. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, he showed a lot of heart. He came from Peru. Was that where? Yeah. Yes. He, he had been at Peru for a couple of years, but I think it was originally in the school system here when he was younger. Yeah, like so fifth, gr- fifth grade, I think okay. they said he left. His mom was in Ocampo, mm-hmm. so okay. I think he might, have, pedigree. he might have gone to, to school here. I asked him um, when he filled out his thing for the media guide, I said, are, are you going to put anybody on your – from the Ocampos, on, well, there's so many of them, I just don't know which one. <laughs> I don't know. If, oh. Peachy, if Peachy deserves to be on there or how far related he is from all the Ocampos. But um, I know one thing, looking forward to this weekend, uh, I think you're going to see some of Cole Mendez. I hope so. And I think you could potentially see a, a situation where maybe Giovanni's given a round off mm-hmm. and Keegan moves up to heavyweight. Or Freak. And uh, Cameron Freet's probably going to be on the bus too, and I could easily see Henry being moved up to 220, and uh, Timo going up to 195, and then uh, Cole being inserted there. I think Belmont's got a lot of movable parts up there. Yeah, because and those upper weights. These these duels are not the killer duels. I mean, there's some decent teams and some decent individuals, but these are not some of the teams that are really going to press Belmont hard. Yeah, and I think we saw Coach Myers understand that last week, where or last year. Where, you know, if you're going to come on a two-day trip and you're going to spend the night, we're going to try to get you you a match. And we're not going to have you just take a forfeit. And we saw some of that last year as uh, you've won the spot, but we also want to make sure that everybody understands what it's like to wrestle in a varsity match because you never know. Um, what kind of lineup a Delta or Wawasee in a rematch or Jay County or Hamilton Heights or whatever team it might be, what they're going to throw at us, and we need to be ready because they may have a guy that you didn't know about, and all of a sudden they throw him out there, and we don't know anything about him, but we're going to send Cole Mendez out there to try to pin him, and we're going to bump our guys up because we're going to chase. Um, and that's part of the fun of the, of the Team State program. So, Dana, now we're in a podcast. I want to use this since we're, we, brought the co- we brought the judge on. We're talking about uh, fan support. I'm going to mention this buddy of mine who ordered shirts off there, and he listens to our podcast every week. And uh, he was a football player, and he said he knows nothing about wrestling and enjoys our show. So I'm going to give a shout-out to uh, Keegan Bruner, who uh, uh, ordered some shirts off of it. You said you have a good friend of yours that's not a wrestling guy, and he ordered shirts and listens every week. And he wants you to get a shout-out to your non-wrestling guy that tunes in every week. John? To mine? Yeah. Uh, to Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a big podcast guy. He listens to the podcast on his way. He works for AEP. And uh, he's got a daughter who goes to Adam Central, but uh, his mom was the French teacher at Belmont for a long time. And he was never really a wrestling guy, but uh, he says that he's always, he's always interested in, in finding something to listen to that's not just, you know, the same old 
music that you that you always hear, uh, but is always a big fan of wrestling coverage in the Democrat and listens to our show. We need to get him out here to come out. Uh, the Double Eagle is one of his play, favorite places. He's a big golfer, <laughs> but uh, usually he's on call on Sunday nights, and you know sometimes it doesn't mesh. Well, and I'll throw that out there. I mean, this show is ran well because you take a lot of time to put it in. Uh, in order and schedule it uh, now tonight. <laughs> no, tonight we tonight flying the, off the cuff. The, the schedule went out the window, and we starts texting people. You want to be a, you want to be on the show, and then Coach Bradley steps in. But uh, hey, how about we didn't really get to talk about it after he went off the air? But I mean, imagine saying, you know what? I'm going to start a brand new wrestling program at a school that's never had it. Yeah, and especially a, a non-traditional school like Muncie Burris, a lab school that doesn't have a district to draw from. Uh, kudos to that guy for going out there on a limb and having the motivation and, and, and trying to do it. It's not easy. You and know. you look at where the sport has gone and you look at – just get on Indiana Matt and look at the state rankings and see Crown Point and Brownsburg and what they're building. And, you know, they're, they're playing a whole different game, a little bit like Ecuador and Qatar today. Ecuador, a, a nation that's been playing football for forever, and Qatar, one that's just been trying to do it for the last 12 years to get ready for this World Cup. But – like the difference in what they're trying to do and what this school is trying to do at Muncie Burris and just trying to field a team, it also gives you a tremendous amount of respect for what Tony's been able to do at Cowan. We, we don't talk about it enough, how fresh and new that program is. They have no business competing for a 1A title or even being invited to Team State. But Six years? But, yeah, they, years. Are, they are a, a, a contender. And we are going to be carrying their match as they wrestle at South Adams just before Christmas. And that's going to be a big one for South Adams. Coach Gaskell tells me every week, he makes sure to tell me, we belong as that 12th team in 1A, and we're going to prove it. And they've got the, they've got the schedule set up to do it. And if they knock off some of those teams, they're going to get that 12th spot. If they end up losing all of them, they're probably not going to get it, but they've at least gone out there and made the attempt. And one of the things that Tony prides himself is he said, I grew these kids. He went out and started the club out at Cowan and raised these kids up. He didn't go out and recruit a bunch of kids from different schools. These are Cowan local kids that he started building up in the youth program, and he made those kids in that team. So, I mean, he kind of went into his circle, didn't go outside the circle, didn't steal people from other pe- other teams and built that team himself, and he's quite proud of that himself. So. Yeah, definitely. And I just uh, – if anybody is listening and is able to donate any sort of, uh, you know, wrestling shoes, equipment, scoreboards, old old stuff that maybe that you're not using or is stuck in a closet and you're within driving distance of Burris, you know, help them out. I'm hoping that two or three years from now when we're covering uh, our 30th in a row, Jay County Regional, that Muncie Burris is the next team that's uh, listed and that'll be a really cool thing for, for him. And, and I, I think, and we plug him all the time and he's a great guy, but like we don't talk enough about how much Eric Myers does for area wrestling he is the the regional representative for the coaches association but like his coaching tree is growing at a really high rate he's got guys at all kinds of area schools and what he's been able to do at jay county and sort of get that entire community into buying into their wrestling program now he's got guys who want to come coach for him and then boom they go off and they start their own head coaching jobs i think it just says a lot and then from the girls perspective we could talk for an entire show about what he's been able to do there. And, you know, Jay County is already hosting dual meets 
of just girls with, with other programs, and he's really on the cutting edge of that and uh, a big supporter of our show, too. And his wife's a, one of our sponsors and grows some pretty nice poinsettias. Absolutely. So uh, is there anything better than walking through the greenhouse, uh-huh. taking a drive out to Peterson, oh, and I just – I know sometimes yeah. my wife's gone or she'll take the girls to, to dance or somewhere, and I've got the boys. We'll drive out to Peterson, and the boys will just walk – Walk all through the the greenhouses and the bricks, and you go to the Twin Cities of Peterson Preble. I do. Yeah, Jesse does a good job out there, and her, her grandma. Yeah, for sure. So, Judge, thanks for sitting in on the uh, overtime uh, the podcast section with this, and uh, I'm sure you'll tune in to listen well, to it. Tr- I've, I've got him lined up. Let's cross our fingers. Oh, he's my ad reader. Oh, I could do that this probably this weekend. Now you got to give it as much gumption as oh, yeah. as Rex gives it on those new mowing faucets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't I want those, I hey, do. where are you getting all that equipment and expertise? No. <laughs> but uh, it'll, be, it'll be worth the listen. I can promise you that. If anybody can make Belmont versus South Bend Riley high school wrestling <laughs> exciting, it's going to be me and the judge. Well, thanks for tuning in, Judge. I'd like to thank, thank Steve you. for hanging around for the podcast session. And, and Dan, I listen every week just to make sure that uh, I hear things that uh, I shouldn't have said this, shouldn't do this, <laughs> should do that. But my, my family's like, you listen to your own podcast? Yeah, that's how you Absol- get better. Absolutely. You, you, you keep making mistakes. You don't get better. So. Hey, and while we're still on, and since we're, we're not really on the radio, but uh, I had an awesome time calling this high school football season with you mm-hmm. from week one. Uh, I know we missed out on each other a couple times because I decided to drive to Jay County and stick you with Mike. <laughs> and uh, I did the game with, with Dave. But, like, we've had so much fun following all three teams, following Adam Central, just trying to decide how good Adam Central was at the beginning of the year and then realizing it and then trying to convince other people that that's the way it was, trying to convince people that, oh, it'll be a running clock, don't worry, we won't run late, those types of things. Well, I, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed it, and while I wasn't necessarily on board with being your full-time partner last year when we jumped in, I really enjoyed this high school football season, and I really wish you luck, and you really deserve the ability to, to call that game on Saturday, and I really, really hope that you get to call a state championship for the Jets. Well, i tell you what. Uh, I, you know, following all three of the teams, but you know, when the, the best team emerges, you, you really put some strength behind that. To hear... Indiana Sports Talk, and hear the guy from Carol Flora talking up Carol Flora, I was hurt. I was like, you guys don't know what you're talking about over there in Lafayette yeah, someplace. We need to tell Bob, why didn't he give us a call? Yeah, we call could us. Fill him in. I, I, had the, I thought I used to have that number on my phone. I couldn't find it on there, but they were talking about Flora's going to make a deep run. I was like, they're done next week, and they got <laughs> smoked. It wasn't even close. So, you know, I appreciate uh, the kind words, and uh, we do have fun. If nothing else, Dane, we have fun on the radio. We do, and I'm sure they will have Mountain Dew for you on Saturday. No I, mellow yellow. I usually have one in my bag That's, if I don't. So He's not kidding. Mm-hmm. All right, with that, we're going to thank Steve for hanging around for the podcast, and everybody tune in next week uh, for another fine show here on Hager Hershey's Eld High School Wrestling Weekly, hosted by Double Eagle and on WZBD.